Welcome to High Vibin' It with your hosts, Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. Are you ready to make the most of your life, manifesting your inner desires while living a more aligned, inspired life? Start here. Now, here's Kelsey and Lindsay. Happy Monday. Lindsay here. I am a certified hypnotherapist and money mindset, really success mindset expert. Um, And I'm here with my co-host and lovely friend, Kelsey. Kelsey, introduce yourself. Hey guys, I'm Kelsey Aida. I'm an inspirational blogger and author, and I really like to help people own their power so they can win at life, aka I teach people how to manifest fun things and important things, not just fun things, and how to love themselves, especially these days, because self-love is really the same as enlightenment. If you think about it hard enough, then that's what I like to help people do. So yeah, yeah, we're here to help you guys become aware, become enlightened, to feel better on a more regular basis, and to just share the things that help us with you guys because we're all here on this human journey and it can be really hard and it can be really frustrating. And so when we find things that really help and really work, we like to share them. Yeah. And last week, if you caught the show, you know, it was all about basically the idea that not everyone's going to feel good all the time. And we, we like to keep the show high vibe and we like to talk about high vibe things, but it's just not necessarily the reality for everyone. So we we spent a whole hour dedicated to, you know, what to do when your days are not great and how to get through them in a loving way so that you can take the wisdom from those experiences and still move forward, even though you might not feel the best. So jumping off of last week, this week we have something kind of branching off that topic relating to self-help burnout. So today we're going to teach you all about what self-help burnout is. <laughs> it sounds pretty much exactly like what it is. Um, <laughs> basically exactly that. <laughs> yeah. Self-help burnout when you're doing all the things and nothing seems to be working and you just get freaking frustrated. So we're going to talk about what it is, why it happens. Um, and I think that this week and last week are definitely good timing considering all the stuff that's happening right now. So most importantly, what to do about the self-help burnout so that you don't have to feel like crap for too long. (laughs) You can kind of use that emotion to move forward and feel better. So that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. Um, Hopefully we'll teach you some good nuggets in there, but really just about whatever we basically feel like talking about around this topic. So let's get into the first part, I guess. What is self-help burnout? I mean... It really is exactly that. It's when you become so obsessed with self-help and self-empowerment that you get burnt out. And I think that we get burnt out because, one, if you think about the reason why you get into self-empowerment and self-help, it's because you, well, there's two reasons to be doing it. One that's more empowering, one that's less empowering. The less empowered intention for becoming a self-help junkie so to speak and that's a low vibrational word that I'm going to use because the intention is also low vibrational which is I'm not good enough I need to be fixed I need to save myself um I need to change who I am I'm not good enough essentially the core belief is I'm not good enough I need to change I need to improve I need to better myself 
that's why most of us get into it in the first place. And then as we become more empowered, hopefully we realize that we are good enough and um, we don't have to change to be better. We just have to see that we already are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the more empowered stance, once you kind of graduate from that first level, is to come into self-help from a place of like, I just really want to learn the best tools to help myself through anything because I love myself, not because I'm not enough. And I want to be able to live my best life in a thriving way. So how can I go from just like surviving to thriving? That's where self-improvement, self-empowerment, self-help comes in and gives you some tools to take your life to the next level from a more empowered space instead of I'm not good enough. I need to change Mm -hmm. who I am. Exactly. And we were... Uh, talking about when we were diving into what we were going to discuss today, we did mention it's easy to dive into this head first, right? Because you finally, some people just discover um, how powerful they really are. You know, they they hear a podcast, <laughs> hint, or they read a blog post or they see a video or something and they're just like, whoa, so I am the creator. So I've been creating all along. I've been doing this from day one. Like, oh my gosh. And it's like a kid in a candy store at first because you're like, what else could I do? How can I turn this around and like make life what I want it to be? And so it's easy to get sucked into your ability to what's possible with, you know, this newfound clarity or, you know, this wisdom that you've gained. But it's also like, if you do too much too soon with anything, if you do too much too soon, you're going to get burned out. You can't expect to just be la-la all your life doing all of the things and f- expect to feel great all the time. So there's going to be some level of like burnout, especially when you feel like things should be happening faster than they are because you are doing all the things. So it's easy to get sucked in and it's also easy to feel <laughs> like giving up because what you're doing doesn't seem to be doing much. And uh, that feeling of burnout kind of, I think, can stem from that feeling of just like, why isn't it happening yet? Agree? Yeah. And I personally feel like the burnout comes from, well, if you look at the name self-help, it's all about you helping yourself, which at first seems nice because you're like, well, other people have never really showed up for me the way that I wanted them to. So now I'm going to take the reins. I'm going to do it for my effing self. Like I don't need people. I'll just be a loner for the rest of my life and get all my needs met by myself, to myself, for myself. But guess what? That doesn't work because we are a species that actually needs each other. We need community. There are a lot of needs that you can't meet by yourself. You're going to need other people to help you meet them. You're going to need people to support you in your life and you can't do it all by yourself. And so I think we get stuck in this trap of, Mm -hmm. oh, now that I'm good at self-help, I'm good all by myself. And then you get lonely which happens to everyone on the path of enlightenment. We all reach a phase where we're like so alone. And then it's like, what's the point? You're just ostracizing yourself from everyone in your life for the sake of healing or the sake of self-empowerment when, yeah, some people you should be separating yourself from, but then you got to replace them with new people. (laughs) You can't just take away all the people and then be alone and then expect to be happy. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. And I know some people, I mean, for some people getting into self-help, it's it's very much a thing of like, I'm empowered. I am like discovering all these abilities that I didn't know I had. Sorry if you can hear my baby downstairs. This is 
really fun. But there's also those people, like you said, that get into it because they feel like they've been let down by people and they don't want to have to depend on anyone. So they see self-help as a way to kind of own that and be like, well, I can do it by myself, which is great. But like you said, absolutely, you're going to eventually need people because as you evolve spiritually, the people that you were around aren't necessarily going to be in the same arena as you anymore. And you're not going to feel that same connection or that same alignment with them. And so you're going to need to find a new tribe of is it weird that I said tribe? I know people are like weird about saying tribe these days now. So I'm trying not to say it. I think Group, it's fine. Community, whatever word you want to use for people around you that speak your language and know what you're about and that you feel completely connected to on a spiritual level and you feel like you can grow with. That could be friends or, you know, partners or even acquaintances who just vibe with you. You know, like it could be anybody that just kind of is on the same level as you in the same wavelength. So yeah, you're definitely going to need community. I'm, I like to think of myself as somebody who doesn't necessarily love crowds. Like I don't like going, we just went last night to visit a friend who was visiting from Michigan. We went down to the strip. I'm in Vegas for those that don't know. We went down to the strip to meet her somewhere and I was like, oh, can I go home? <laughs> I don't like it. But it was so nice. And after I left, I was like, I'm really glad I did that. And so even me, who's somebody who doesn't necessarily like crowds or like leaving or, you know, being around a ton of people all the time, I, I found afterwards that I really do need that. And I think we as humans, like you said, we need it sometimes, you know, to be around other people. So it's hard to balance that level of like, I want to be on my own and do it for myself. Oh, but I also need people supporting me or I'm going to shrivel up and just <laughs> implode on myself, you know? Yeah, the self-help. I mean, of course, it has aspects of light and aspects of shadow. And right now we're talking about the trap that you can fall into, which is the shadow of like, mm -hmm. I have to help myself. I'm the only person who can help myself. It's all on me. I'm taking so much responsibility for my life that I'm not even leaving space for other people. And I'm not leaving space to... Re oh, can't hear you. Sorry, guys. So just disclaimer, Kelsey is visiting her grandmother for the holidays and she has very spotty internet. So um, I don't know where she is. <laughs> want to be the best. There she is. The best. Hey, we didn't hear any of that. So Oh, no, it was so good. <laughs> at what point did it stop? Uh, pretty much at the beginning. Oh, okay. <laughs> but don't worry. I told everyone you were visiting family and that the internet was spotty. So yeah, I'm at my grandma's house. So, you know, <laughs> she doesn't have the best internet here like I do in my penthouse suite when I'm all alone. Um, but yeah, basically what I was saying is the shadow of self-help is that sometimes we can take on so much responsibility for ourselves that it just becomes daunting. Yeah. Like you feel like you have to do everything by yourself. And then that doesn't even leave space for other people to come in and support you or even other energies like the universe, God, your life. Nothing can support you when you're like, okay, it's all on me now. Yeah. Exactly. And that's a problem because we need support and you can't do it all by yourself. You just can't. It's not designed to be like that. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're listening to this and you're somebody who definitely is feeling the self-help burnout or, you know, burnout's a thing that's just going to happen. And I'm going to say it again. And I've said it a million times already. This is the time of year that it's going to happen. This is the busiest time of year. Everything that you're not making space for, every, anything that 
doesn't feel for you like a huge priority is going to feel like a burden and it's going to feel like overwhelm. It's going to feel like frustration because we're doing so much in November, December, even January that no one can do it all. So you're going to probably feel some level of burnout or overwhelm if you're not making space for all of those things that make you happy. If you're just doing things that you feel like you have to do or just doing things that you're trying to get done in a deadline, yeah, it's going to feel like that. And self-help can feel like that. If you feel like, well, I need to be doing my journal. I need to be meditating. I need to be doing, you know, you should definitely feel like you want to. And if you're no longer feeling that, that's a sign that you could be experiencing the self-help burnout. So we're going to talk about what to do if you feel like that, you know, why it happens in the way that it does for, for some people. And it's different for everyone. But first, we want to talk about our first sponsor, right, Kels? Yeah, which is perfect timing because I feel like if you want to do something nice for yourself and you do need to take a little break from self-help, then you can give yourself the gift of Audible, which is an awesome Amazon company where you can listen to audiobooks um, through an app. So you can use it on your phone, on your tablet, however you'd like. And I've personally been using Audible for a long time and I listen to many, many books this way. Usually I listen to self-help books, of course, but now I'm thinking, you know, maybe I should listen to a story for fun and just relax for once in my life. So now is definitely the best time to do it because Amazon is giving our special listeners a very awesome discount of 53% off your first three months. So that's a really, really good deal, you guys. With Audible, you get three different titles every month. You get one audiobook plus two exclusive Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. You get to listen on any device, like I said. And with Audible, it's really cool because you can also enjoy easy audiobook exchanges and your own um, audiobook library, which you get to keep forever, even if you do cancel the service. So right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month. That's more than half off the regular price. So I would say go give yourself the gift of listening. And for more info, go to audible.com forward slash vibin. Or what you can do, which is really cool, is you can text the word vibin to 500-500, and then they'll send you the link to sign up for $6.95 a month, and then you get the super awesome discount. (laughs) <laughs> One more time, guys. That's audible.com slash vibin, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash V-I-B-I-N or text V-I-B-I-N to 500-500 and get three months of Audible for six ninety five a month. That's actually really, really good. Yeah, it's an awesome deal. I, I love always, Audible. So. I always say I want to use our own discount code and just get it because pretty good discount codes <laughs> and it's pretty good service and I freaking love Audible. Anyway, so yeah, guys, um, Kelsey, when was the last time you felt self-help burnout? Today, right now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Well, that's why I'm a vibrational match to talking about it today. You know, it's the space where I'm at. And I've been here before because I've been on this journey of self-empowerment, self-development for, I don't know, like six years probably because it started after I was really, really depressed. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of attracted all these self-help resources, which really did help me come out of my depression and start thriving. And then you become addicted to it. And like anything can become an addiction, no matter how socially acceptable it is. Absolutely. So think about that. I'm glad that you mentioned that. It definitely can become an addiction. And that's part of why it becomes a burnout because you become so dependent on it. And you become so, like I said before, like you feel like you have to do it and you feel like it's something that 
if you're not doing it, you feel like a failure or you feel like you, you should be, or you're like, you, what is, what do you, what is it that you say? You should all over yourself. Yeah. When you <laughs> should all over yourself, it's like shooting on yourself, but it's you're so shooting funny. on yourself. You're shooting, <laughs> shooting on yourself. Um, yeah. So I definitely agree. And I'm glad that you brought that up because we have to watch what we are giving more of ourselves to and what we're not like, it really just comes down to if you're not happy doing it, why are you doing it? Because you're never going to manifest anything if you're not happy <laughs> about it. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, you have to have that emotion attached of like excitement or anticipation to attract the thing that you want. Otherwise, you're just attracting more stuff that you don't. And that's not fun. Nobody likes that. Nobody wants to do that. Well, I think it's like when the self-empowerment becomes disempowering, which is what you're talking about, yeah. that's how you know that you're burnt out and you probably should take a little break. And then yeah. when you feel inspired to pick it back up again, you can do so from a more empowered place instead of a place of obligation. Like I need to get better. I'm addicted to being the best version of myself. Yes. I will not settle for being a mere mortal. I must always be magical. <laughs> I'm a goddamn unicorn. <laughs> Yeah. Too much pressure. <laughs> it is. It so is. And especially in this kind of in atmosphere of self, self-help, self self-empowerment, and even, you know, in the space of manifesting and law of attraction and like just being aware of who you really are as a person and as a spirit, you, you tend to lean towards, at least I do tend to lean towards, well, if I'm not constantly moving towards that, then I must be doing something wrong or I must be failing. And you're kind of almost expect in the same way that in general society, you're expected to be a certain way and do certain things. I would say in this society of manifesting law of attraction in this like new age woo woo area, you are, you do have certain expectations of like enlightenment and evolution and spiritually and otherwise. So it's like, it can become daunting. Here's so why up to it. This is why I think we get so stuck because we have this feeling or this belief that like at some point I will be done. Like I'm going right. to get there. I'm going to be healed. My life yeah. is going to be amazing. All the things that I've wanted that haven't come yet are going to come all on the same day. <laughs> it's going to be like a holiday. Everything's going to fucking show up. I'm going to be perfect. My life is going to be perfect. Yeah. That's just not the reality of what you're working towards. What you're yeah. working towards is to feel better, not to change everything all in one day and get to this certain outcome. And a lot of the reason why we get into self-help is for the outcome, but it's going to be a lifelong practice. You're never going to get it done and you're never going to be there. And even when you get there, you're going to create a new goal and then there's going to be a new there and there's still going to be a gap. There's always going to be a gap because that's how expansion. I'm assuming you were going to say that's how expansion works. So I'm just going to finish that sentence <laughs> and wait for you to come back. But in the meantime, um, yeah, I was just going to say, imagine how differently you would act. Imagine how differently you would be behaving in this self-help area if you knew that it was going to be a lifelong journey. Because I know for me, at least, I tend to, if I know there's an objective and there's an, a finish line, so to speak, I'm just going to power through until I get to the finish line. I'm just going to do as much as I can, as often as I can, so that I can get there sooner. But imagine how much differently you would act and see this area if you knew it would be a lifelong journey. You you would slow down. You would appreciate. You would kind of give up that race mentality of like, I have to get there fast. I have to get there now and I need it now. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And I think also this happens to us because we find life to be so painful and so much that we're like, I would never want to reincarnate again. Because if you didn't have that thought, then you could be like, oh, well, if I don't get it done in this lifetime, I'll just come back again and get it done in the next lifetime. But if you're like, I don't want to fucking come back. This shit's too hard. And then you're going to be like, I have to get it all done right now. I have to do it perfect. I have to finish. I have to learn all my lessons perfectly. I have to finish all the things so I can just go back to heaven and be there forever. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's funny that you say that because it seems like such a weird thing. Like, oh, who says they never want to reincarnate again? Like, why is that even like in um, their mind? Everybody. But, but, but okay, so here's the thing. I've never heard anyone say that except for one person, and it's my dad. <laughs> my dad throughout my whole life has said, I am never coming back. This is my last life. <laughs> I'm like, okay, dad. But as a kid, you're like, what is he talking about? But now that I'm older, I'm like, Okay, I get it. I totally get it. I, uh, yeah, I've never thought about it that way. I just know, I've always assumed that I would reincarnate again because I feel like it's like so fun. I'd be shocked if my spirit self was like, yeah, no, we hate this because I really do enjoy, I enjoy every bit of it. It's just amazing to me. But maybe that just means I'm younger. (laughs) Still naive. It'll come to you. (laughs) I'm younger with like 1500 lives below my belt, according to Grace, our lovely channeler friend. But um, yeah, my dad, my dad's the only one that's ever said that. That is so weird that you say that. Well, I feel like, like, what? I feel like a lot of people are feeling it. They just haven't realized that that's what they're feeling. Oh, it's a subconscious belief. Like, okay, I do believe in reincarnation because at a soul level, like I know that Oh, Kels. See, you have so many amazing things to say, but you keep cutting out. So you know it on a soul level. I'm just going to try to remind you that this is where you stopped because I don't know where you're going with this, but I want to know where you're going with this. Um, there <laughs> Can you, you are. hear me now? Okay. okay. Yes. So you believe <laughs> okay. in reincarnation on a soul level. Go yeah. Ahead. So you believe in reincarnation on a soul level. You're like, I've been here a million times before and I'm probably going to have to come back a million more. I'm probably not done. And this lifetime is really painful. Like, I can't believe I came back to experience all the things, not just the good things. Like, I just wanted to reincarnate so I could have a quesadilla. And now, like, somebody (laughs) broke my heart. And this really sucks. Like, I don't want to feel these uncomfortable feelings. So, like, let's just be perfect so I don't have to come back, you know? Hold on. Okay. I know I'm the queen of side tangents, but I need to know. If there was, okay, so just try to channel your soul self real quick. If there was one reason that you came back to this life, do you think it's a quesadilla? (laughs) Okay, for me, it wouldn't be a quesadilla. It would be pasta. If that was like the one food that I couldn't have when I'm like a soul without a body. But I would, uh, today's not the day for me to answer this question, honestly. But I guess (laughs) normally I would say, that I would come back to experience it all because there's actually a part of me that really likes all emotions, even the heavy yeah. ones. Yeah. Okay, good. That's a deep answer. I was hoping it would be quesadilla. <laughs> but pasta is a really good... Yeah, I'm trying to think of what, what, what they have now in this life that they didn't have like 50 years ago. And it's literally everything. That's true. <laughs> we have, we have anything we could. We have anything we could ever want right now. And of course there's things the imagination can't even conceive of, but like we saw the first black president, we saw amazing things happen. And I, I, we saw the millennium, like that's so cool to me. 
But anyway. To me, um, I guess I'm just like really self-centered. So I didn't come back for any of that. I think I just came back for my own experience to like have a really great time and then figure out how to have a great time and then show everyone else how to have a great time. Yeah. So I guess that's not super self-centered, but it starts in a self-centered way and then it expands out to the rest of the world. I wasn't like, oh, I got to come. Uh-oh. Here we go again. This is going to be a really interesting episode for everyone listening. I hope you like the sound of my voice because you're going to hear it a lot in the next half hour. Um, apparently, she wasn't coming back for a selfish reason. But I think that every time we come back, it has to be for a little bit of a self-centered reason. Just that what are you going to experience? And by you experiencing certain things, the people around you are going to experience certain things. And so it's kind of a co-creative you know, destiny in that way. But I think it all has to stem from what does my soul need to learn in this life and what do I need to experience in this life for my evolution? And that will trickle to everyone around me um, that I choose to reincarnate with. Can you hear me now? There we go. Cool. (laughs) Um, I was saying something that was stupid and irrelevant. So (laughs) starting over, um, I was watching a workshop that Teal Swan did at one of her synchronization workshops. And she was talking about how the whole point of us coming here is to learn self-awareness. And then once you become self-aware, it's basically like you just get to do whatever the fuck you want because you're already here and you're already self-aware. I like it. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. Are you there? Oh, my gosh. She's gone again. Well, anyway, so <laughs> I'm going to just talk about something. So uh, she'll be back in a second. But um, yeah, Teal Swan. I'm back. Did okay. you hear me? Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, this know, is like a so back phone call. Okay. It really is. So you said you were, yeah, I heard the whole thing about Teal Swan. It's very, it, it's a, it's a pretty, yeah, it's a good concept. It's a very common concept that I've heard a lot. Like the whole point of coming here is to evolve and become more self-aware. And then you said what? Once that happens, you get just get to do whatever you want. What is that? Yeah, because once you become self-aware, which is like an ongoing process, but it starts with like becoming the observer, right? Which pretty much anyone who's listening to the show, I'm sure is already there. Then it's like, what else do you want to do with your time while you're here? Because you're already here. So just do something fun. That's where the whole point of follow your joy comes from. It's like you're already doing what you're meant to be doing. So now that that's out of the way, like your purpose is whatever you want it to be. Honestly, that's how I feel. That's because that's, like, that's true. You can do whatever you want because now you're here and you're already living your purpose just by existing. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Get on board with that, guys. Put that on your plate for Christmas. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, but if you like <laughs> it, then take it. Take it home. Take some leftovers, you know? Take some leftovers. Put it on your plate. Eat some for dinner and then take it home for later. <laughs> Digest it. Anyway, we can can do that all day. Um, So, okay. I think, you know, part of the topic that we we wanted to touch on, and I think we kind of already did, but with this self-help burnout aspect, and the same with any kind of burnout, is you have to be able to find that balance between keeping that joy while you're doing it and avoiding the burnout so that you don't kind of go too far one way or the other, where you just stop and you never go back. Or you do so much that you get like super burned out. So how would you say is the best way to find that balance between 
you know, the healthy balance between having some time off and also staying with that self-help path. Yeah, balance is like that ever elusive thing that humans are always trying to create, but we never seem to be able to. Um, I feel like, honestly, it's just noticing for you once you've hit your threshold of like, okay, now I feel like this is forced. I'm trying too hard. This isn't feeling empowering anymore. Now I just feel like I'm beating up on myself. I'm judging myself. Um, I'm getting really exhausted from this. So let's take a break. Yeah. Let's just make it okay to be where we are. And then eventually you'll be re-inspired to jump back into it. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think it's because you wouldn't have started it if it didn't inspire you. And if it inspired you once, it just needs a little recalibration and it'll inspire you again. Um, We're going to talk about this more. Let's talk about our sponsor just for a sec because they're awesome. BetterHelp. BetterHelp. We love BetterHelp. BetterHelp is basically a way for you to connect online with a professional counselor or therapist in a safe and private environment. Um, Anything you share is confidential. Um, It's really convenient. You can get help at your own time and pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Um, And if you're not happy with your counselor, you can always request a new one at any time, which is really cool. And best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Um, And Hive Abinant listeners get 10% off their first month of BetterHelp with the discount code VIBIN. Um, I personally have been using BetterHelp for like a month now, I think. And I'm really liking it. My counselor is great. She's helped me definitely create some major breakthroughs and just reflect back some things to me that were necessary. And this is basically the therapy of the future. You don't even have to leave your house. You can just get help right on the couch. You can cry those ugly cries in the comfort of your own home and your PJs. And therapy is just such an underutilized tool because if Mm -hmm. you have a good therapist on your side, it really does help to put things in perspective. Yeah. There's a lot to be said about just having somebody hear the thoughts, you know, like just saying it out loud sometimes, just like running through it and getting that different perspective can make a world of difference. So you guys literally know, no risk, very high reward to try this out. It's professional, convenient, secure, affordable. You get 10% off your first month with the discount code VIBIN. So go to betterhelp.com, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com forward slash VIBIN, get 10% off. Are you there, Kelsey? (laughs) She's not here. Okay, flying solo once again. So the next thing we're going to talk about is what to do when we kind of already been talking about it, what to do when you do feel that burnout. And we talked about taking a break and finding that balance between Mm -hmm. staying inspired about it and uh, knowing when to just kind of lay off because in order finding that balance of being able to lay off it when you feel like you need to will give you that inspiration back to keep going with it find a new method that you might not have noticed before and it will allow the the opening of new doors that you might not even have seen before so if you're doing let's say journaling and it's just not working out and you just feel burned out from it then when you get re-inspired after your break you can come back and say oh well you know I've never tried Uh, meditating or I've never tried talking to someone or something different that you might not have tried before. So just giving yourself that space can allow you to see it in a different way. Kelsey's back. (laughs) Woo! 
I'm here. I just keep coming back, just like I keep coming back to Earth. I just keep coming back to this show. <laughs> oh my gosh. You are so funny. So what are you doing in order to stave off or maybe move through this burnout? Because I know oh my I've, gosh. Yeah. I felt it before too. So I want to know what you do. Well, this week, since it's like happening and I'm getting burnt out and just frustrated, I'm just going to, I mean, I already let myself get frustrated about it. Now I'm kind of over the hump of the frustration and now I'm just going to rest all week. I'm just really going to give myself permission to not worry about that. I'm just going to enjoy my family because I'm here hanging out with all my cousins and stuff and I'm just going to have fun and I'm not going to judge myself for what I'm eating and I'm not going to judge myself for not working on a bunch of stuff. And I'm just going to eliminate all the judgment and do whatever the fuck I want. Yes. And it's so, I mean, hopefully, you know, the ideal is that it doesn't take burnout to give yourself permission to do that. But for a lot of people, it is. That's what it takes in order for you to really step back and be like, I can just sit. What? (laughs) I can just not do anything. Okay. Or the fact that you get so fed up that you're like, no, I'm going to just sit and then not do anything. So the part of the work is, I guess, finding that balance between knowing it's okay to just take a minute without feeling the frustration of it. Because I'm, I'm at that point too, I think where I'm more frustrated with, again, with the holidays, I'm always going to use this excuse because any other time of year, if I feel overwhelmed, it lasts for like 15 minutes or maybe even a day. But now this time of year, it's like there's so many things to do. You have to make sure everyone's happy. You have to make sure that everything's prepared. You have to make sure all the appointments are set and all the parties are good to go. And all the family that's supposed to be here is going to be here. And everybody's going to be happy and settled. And you're running ragged trying to make sure everyone else is calm. And it's just like, overwhelming, stressful, it's very easy to feel burned out. So I'm also trying to practice that um, that ability to just sit and not do anything and just kind of let myself enjoy because, oh my gosh, when you stop worrying about so much stuff, you can look around and be in the moment. God forbid. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what if you're like, hey, Actually, I'm a human and I'm allowed to just do human stuff like go to the movies and eat pizza and have fun with my friends and to go to work and drive home from work. And like, what if you just made it okay to just. Yeah. I'm assuming you were going to say to just do that, but we want to hold, if nothing else, we just want to hold space for anyone listening that's feeling like they should be doing more or that they are feeling a little burned out or overwhelmed or frustrated, like we're here, we're, we're with you. We feel it too. I don't know anybody that's in or that puts any sort of effort forth this time of year and isn't stressed out. Like it's just a thing that happens because we can only take so much as human beings. Um, and it's, it's, it's like expert status to be able to juggle everything and not feel that way. So if you're able to do that, write a book and let me read it. But, <laughs> but if you are feeling that way, we're here. We're, we feel it too. Like it's just a normal thing. So if nothing else, we're just holding space for those feelings and saying it's okay to just freaking chill sometimes. And you actually will move forward so much faster if you let yourself stop. Sounds counterintuitive, but it's totally true. That's so true. Every time I just give myself permission to have a break, this is... Oh. Kelsey, you're so genius. Stop freezing. I don't know what she was going to say. But anyway, 
Um, yeah, guys. So if you guys are listening to this and you do feel that way, we love to hear from you. So email us or send us a message on social and just let's talk it out. Um, we're probably going to be doing some bonus content and continuing this talk after the show. So um, if you want to hop in to the Patreon and see the bonus content from there, there's a whole community in there and we, we talk about the shows and we get feedback from you guys. So if you want to... Um, talk it out or, you know, just message us and tell us how you're feeling. We'd love to hear from you. Kelsey, what were you going to say? Are you back yet? No, she's not back yet. Jeez, this is why I don't do podcasts by myself because I could never carry a whole show <laughs> by myself. I'm um, here. There you are. Okay. You're kind of here. Are you? I'm here. Okay. There you are. Sorry. I tried to connect to a different network, but it still didn't work. So here we are. We're stuck with this shitty Wi-Fi. <laughs> I really want to hear what you were going to say. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> I was going to say something really great, I'm sure. I know. Oh, oh, about moving forward by stopping. Oh, yes. Every time I give myself permission to, like, not work, I get really inspired to, like, write my next book or, like, do a blog post or post on Instagram. And that's just hilarious because mm -hmm. you would think, okay, I'm going to stop. Now I'm really going to stop. But then I always get inspired to just do something from inspiration and not from obligation. Got it. And that's such a good feeling, too. Like, I know I'm exactly the same way. When I give myself permission to just take a day to just not do anything because I just can't then I, I, I absolutely know. And it always happens that the next day I'm like, yes, I could do anything. I can take on the world. I feel so good. And it's such a better feeling and such a better um, way to go at it versus kind of powering through and just like doing the mechanical, like going through the motions, I guess, of like, you have to do this, but there's no emotion or, or even worse, there's like a negative emotion attached to it. So yeah, 100% agree that that is the way you need to go about it because that's just going to keep you in the inspired mode, which is where you need to be. Which is where Take we break. want to be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. This is, is where you have to be. No, is is where you choose and want to be for the best manifestations to happen. Um, I'm really glad that you said that. Because I 100% back, girl. I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> so we were also talking a little bit before the show about resistance. And I really want to touch on that really quickly because you had some really good um, stuff to say about it. So yeah, what's your view on resistance? My view on resistance is that it's the only thing that ever stops us from manifesting what we want. Because here's the thing. People, and I used to believe this too think that you need to learn how to manifest but actually you don't because it comes extremely naturally to you and it's one of your god-given superpowers right it's so we're kind of something you've been doing since day one and anyway. yeah you've already been doing it you did it even before you came into this body like you manifested your body i mean come hey. on <laughs> that's not a big deal like i don't know what is <laughs> so you're manifesting you're manifesting and then you learn consciously about manifesting you're like oh i gotta learn how to do this but you already know how to do it. You're great at it. The only thing that stops you is different forms of resistance. And it's like when you have a desire, which usually happens subconsciously, your desire is born and then the universe responds right away and things start lining up to make it happen for you. But they don't always happen right away or as quickly as we would like or ever sometimes if you're carrying certain amounts of resistance. And it's like 
when things start lining up for you and the universe is supporting this desire to make it happen, it's like you're on a boat floating down the stream, right? And the universe is the water that's like carrying you here carrying you there, like the energy that's bringing you forward. But somewhere along the line, there's resistance and you get Mm -hmm. caught on like a rock or um, some part of your boat gets stuck in a crevice or whatever it is. And you're not going with the flow anymore. So that's when you have to dive into the water, find out what's stuck, unhook it, and then get back on your boat and then keep going down the river. And that's where the true manifesting abilities can happen. And that's when Mm -hmm. you can become like a master manifester is when you're really good at handling your resistance, which is why I'm writing a whole book about it called Why the Law of Attraction Works for Some People, but Not You. And every chapter is a way that you're carrying resistance and you might not even know and then what to do about it because that's the only thing that stops us. Yeah. And another really, really interesting way to look at this too, from a subconscious standpoint anyway, is I deal with clients all the time that um, have some level of resistance popping up. You know, they they feel like, everything's going fine. And then they have this stick in the, in the stream and they're like, okay, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling like I don't want to do this anymore. I'm feeling, you know, whatever it might be that feels like that for them, the resistance shows up differently for everyone. But I always look at their resistance as a good sign because if there was nothing happening in your subconscious, if there was no shift going on, your subconscious would not be creating this resistance. The fact that it's there shows me and shows the client, you know, after the conversation that they are doing something, that something is triggering, something is happening. And so if they can just, like you said, look at it and find ways to move through it, then it's all gravy, baby. (laughs) But it's just like (laughs) recognizing that that's what it is. Like, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah, your subconscious is telling you right now that it's not going to work and that everything is for nothing and that you should just give up because it knows that you're about to leave your safe comfort zone and you're about to grow and you're about to move into the discomfort growing pains, which is such a good name for it. There's a reason they're called growing pains because you can't grow without some level of discomfort. Um, but anyway, so yeah, if you look at the resistance as a, as proof that something's going on, something's changing, otherwise you wouldn't be feeling it, um, then it can kind of shift the whole perspective for you and allow you to see it in a different light that could possibly allow you to move through it quicker. Yeah, I feel like... Oh, geez. We'll never know how she feels, guys. She's gone. <laughs> She'll be back. Um, Yeah, so hopefully that take helps you and allows you to see that even when you're feeling the crap and even when you're feeling negative or resistance, that it is actually helping you and it's in your favor. Kelsey, are you here? Yes, I was saying that there are so many different ways to untangle and resolve and dissolve your resistance that it's really not so much a study of manifesting, but a study of where does this resistance hide? What does it need in order to to not be resistance anymore? And how can I not resist my resistance? Yeah. Which is really a huge question because that's where we get super stuck is when it's like, I don't want to feel this way. I wish I didn't feel this way. This is annoying. And that can all be true, but that's just you resisting your resistance. What if you just felt the resistance and then it was resolved and then you could move forward? Exactly. And just by being aware of it, sometimes it's all you really need to start that process. You know, it's not as hard as it might feel once you get these different 
little shifts here and there along the way. Um, it just kind of snowballs into something really, really great. Yeah. We're going to have to do a whole show about this later. Maybe <laughs> when my book is like closer to releasing, but, um, yeah, we need to talk about a lot of the different ways that it can show up. But in in the most general sense, if you have any form of tension or stress, that's resistance. So mm-hmm. start there. <laughs> yeah, start there. Know that it's not all for nothing, you know, and know that it's not just completely gone to crap. These are actually signposts that tell you which direction you can go in and which options are in front of you. And one of them is usually just where is this resistance coming from and what can I do about it? because it's not, it's not here to ruin me. It's here to teach me. Yeah. And it's there to make you a master of handling resistance. I think because I've been working on this book, why the law of attraction works for some people, but not you. I personally have subconsciously created this desire that I need to see all the ways that manifesting doesn't work so I can figure out how it does work. And so lately for me, it used to be everything I touched turned to gold. It was so easy. But now that I'm working on this project, the universe is like, well, let us show you all the types yeah. of blockages that you can have so you can write about them from experience. You know, this is going to be the best book ever. <laughs> this because- is going to be the best book of all time because you're going to know your fucking shit firsthand, <laughs> lady. <laughs> exactly. That is too funny. Well, we have a lot more to talk about. Um, we have one more sponsor to get to because again, I'm so excited about all these sponsors. This one is so, so good too. I, if you don't know, I'm sure most of you do. I am married and I got married, geez, almost, (laughs) I don't know how long it's been, seven years, something like that. 2012, seven years, almost eight years. And, uh, this service, I don't think was around then, but I really, really wish it was because one thing they don't tell you about wedding planning is that it's not just hard, but there's so many moving pieces all the time. So many different vendors and so many different people to talk to and so many planners and so many things to make sure work out that I wish there was just one place that I could have gone to make all of this work out for me. And that is here for you guys (laughs) is called Zola and Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful. The wedding websites, registry invites and guest list manager all in one. This is so cool. Free wedding website designs, hundreds of gorgeous layouts. My friend actually just got married and used Zola. So I not only uh, know about this from here, but I also used it because he got, um, he did his registry through there and I'm pretty sure he designed his website through there as well. And it was just so cute. So gorgeous. Everything, like I said, all in one place, you can just buy, uh, or, you know, get one of their gifts through Zola and they take care of everything. It's so cool. Um, if you guys want to try this out, if you're getting married or engaged anytime soon or know somebody that is, you can sign up at Zola.com slash Vibin, V-I-B-I-N, and use the promo code PAPER30, and you guys get 30% off your invites and paper order. That's Zola.com slash Vibin and promo code PAPER30 at checkout to get 30% off your invites and paper order. If you know also, anybody that could use this, do it. It's great. I just want to chime in here because did you see the part where it says Zola recently conducted a survey that says 96% of couples think that planning their wedding was so stressful that 86% of them suffered stress-induced symptoms like insomnia, breakouts, and lower sex drive. Holy moly. (laughs) So if you want to not sabotage your relationship by being so stressed (laughs) from your wedding planning that you have a low sex drive, you should probably check out Zola because I think it's going to help you. 
Which came first, the breakouts or the low sex drive? Cause exactly. None of that sounds like something that I would want to deal with. So just make your life easy. Go to Zola. Why would you make it harder than it needs to be? Yeah, especially with this 30% discount. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, so check out Zola. Zola.com slash Vibin and you'll get all the goodies there. Um, yeah, we wanted to talk about the book, right? What was the book? Oh, yeah, I have a book recommendation by Danielle Laporte. I think that's how you say her last name. She's the one who wrote The Desire Map. Um, But she has this amazing book called White Hot Truth. And I read it a while ago, but I'm pretty sure it had the same vibration of what we're talking about. When you are really just realize that you're addicted to becoming the best spiritual version of yourself and you're just burnt out and you need a permission slip to like just be human that's a good book to read mm-hmm. called White Hot Truth. Maybe we can link to it in the show description. Yeah, we absolutely for you guys. can. Um, maybe you can listen to it on Audible since you have a super awesome hey, discount. Hey, <laughs> way to tie that in, guys. That's amazing. Um, yeah, and I'm trying to think of anything on this planet that you can shove in your face 24 hours a day and not feel burned out by. I don't yeah. think there's anything. Nothing. That's why we're always striving for balance because we know this to some degree. Yeah. We're just, <laughs> we're just multidimensional beings that need diversity and need different. We need different, you know, we need variety. variety. It's actually yes. a core human need to have variety. And some people need it more than others like me, which is why I move often and frequently and why I change jobs frequently and often and things like that. But yeah, it's actually a core need variety. So Make sure you're getting that to yourself. In one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. What if you had to eat the same food every day because somebody told you that it was good for you and that <laughs> and that you, you know, you would be the best version of yourself if you just ate mashed potatoes for three <laughs> meals a day every day. Although there are some people listening that are like, oh my God, mashed potatoes. And I went to a club once with a mashed potato bar, kind of like a Sunday bar, and it was the best thing I've ever experienced in oh my, my whole life. It was so good. Anyway. Uh, you can't do it. You can't do it. You have to have variety. You have to have the the food groups, and um, this is what this is what we're trying to give you: different ways to be a human and enjoy it. Because you yeah. can't you can't stay true to yourself by just shoving it in your face all the time. You can't just be so spiritual that you forget that you're a human. And that's actually the most kind of, that's the most dangerous form of spirituality to practice is like transcending the ego. And I'm not a human anymore. I'm just only spiritual and nothing bothers me because I'm perfectly enlightened and I don't get triggered and nothing is real because it's all an illusion. Like, okay, yeah, that's true from a spiritual perspective. It's all an illusion, but guess what? You're a fucking human on the fucking earth in the 3D and this shit is real. Yeah, I can bang my head on this table and it's going to hurt because we, this table <laughs> is not only an illusion, okay? And we all know that person. Like, I know so many people like that where they have the best of intentions, but it, it it's almost like disempowering when you hear somebody talk like that. Well, is that how I'm supposed to be? Like, I don't know if I even want to be like that. I love my human experience, you know? I really do. I like being able to experience all facets. And when I die and go to the ether, then I can experience just being a spirit person. But I came here in a physical body for a reason. I have human needs and wants and I deserve to just take a break sometimes. Word. Word dog. Word dog. 
<laughs> so we have a few minutes and we have a couple things um, to touch on before we go. And I really want to hear uh, you tell more people about your self-love retreat. So tell them about yeah, what yeah. that is. So here's the deal, guys. In February, I'm taking some women. <laughs> oh, geez. She's gone. I'm going to tell you anyway. She's <laughs> she's hosting a retreat in Mexico and she's taking some badass girls to go and women to go to Mexico and drink margaritas if that's what you're into and figure out how to love yourself unconditionally without apology. She's an expert in this area. She knows what she's talking about and she is going to help you love yourself up for I think it's 5 days. She's going to correct me if I'm wrong, but it's I'm back. Day. It's there 5 you are. days. <laughs> it's what? It's 5. I like how you just picked up right where I left off. <laughs> so, basically for 5 days I'm taking a very lucky and special group of women to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico to the beach to teach them all about how to love themselves in real time and just plant the seeds so you can have a really self-loving life because this isn't something you're going to learn and integrate in the five days that we're together. That's impossible. It's a lifelong journey. So I'm going to give you the tools. I'm going to give you the perceptions that'll feel good. I'm going to help you forgive yourself. I'm going to help you see yourself in a new way. Um, Because when you can see yourself from the more beneficial perspective, there's really nothing not to love. So that's what I'm aiming to teach you at this retreat. And you're going to like be able to hang out with me. And I've been doing this for a long time. So just seeing it by hanging out with me is also going to be super, super, super beneficial for you because you might not have anyone in your life who can model this yet. So that's why it's important that if you're like, I need to learn self-love, I would like to learn self-love that you make it a priority to try and come because this is going to be a really, really life-changing experience for everyone that gets to come. And there's a few spots left. So if you're interested, if you think it could be for you, then go to kelseyaida.com forward slash retreat and you leave your name and email and then I'll reach out to you with more details. Yeah, guys, check it out. I wish I could go. Now, the more you talk about it, I'm like, I really want to go. But it's going to be good. You should come. Find a way, Linz. Get a babysitter. Girl, Let's make it happen. <laughs> just put me on Skype. <laughs> Let's just zoom. I'll zoom it in. I'll just be on Zoom and be like, yeah, ladies. I'll be like your cheerleader here from Vegas. <laughs> um, but yeah, go check it out. Kelsey's retreat looks so awesome. I've seen pictures of the place and it is freaking gorgeous. It is so, so pretty. So go check it out. And it's a perfect time to go February. Isn't the weather like amazing? Yeah, the weather is perfect there in February, and it's yeah. shitty in a lot of other places, which is where <laughs> I live. So I'm going to need yeah. out in February, which Go is get part a break. of the reason why yeah. I planned it in the winter. So we could all escape and get some sunshine and hang at the beach and love ourselves more Perfectly. than ever before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, go check that out. As for me, I am taking on new clients for 2020. So if you go to lindsayrobinson.com forward slash apply dash now, leave the link in the description. Um, You can apply to work with me in 2020. I have some spots open in February, possibly January. I don't really know as of now, Um, but go check it out. Also, I just today launched another $10 audio sale in my shop, lindsayrobinson.com forward slash shop, S-H-O-P. Go check out some $10 hypnosis audios it'll be there through the holiday and merry christmas and happy holidays everyone we're not going to talk to you until after that 
So we hope you have a wonderful holiday with family and friends, and we will probably see you next week. Right, Kels? <laughs> yes. Enjoy everyone you love. Have a great time. And if you're digging the show, please leave us a review on iTunes because we really need extra encouragement right now. We We're live going through a for lot. those reviews. And if you guys like the show, we really need to hear it because we don't get to have conversations with you guys. So if you're like, I love this show. I want it to last forever. Tell us <laughs> so we can know. <laughs> well, either way, we love you. Lots of love coming your way. And we will see you next week. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of High Vibe In It. Be sure to join Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida for another great program next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to have you join us again soon.